0: All right, well, good morning, gang, and sorry to be sliding into your DMs, so to speak, on a Monday morning when we normally only produce content on Friday, Uh, but we wanted to give you a chance to get a taste of what we're doing over on Patreon. Uh, This is actually our third month of exclusive content here in the month of July. And as much as we want you to join our film family, we wanted to make sure we wanted to give you a reason to come over and join all the good, fun stuff that we're doing at Patreon. And listen, we have a tier for everyone. Again, everything from a swidly diddly to another time, another place. And ultimately, we want to show that you can get a lot of bang for your buck. So, I mean, literally... From starting with just a dollar a month over on the Squiddly Diddly tier, not only are you going to get a shout out on the main feed of the show, and we're going to plug and promote a lot of the things that you're working on, we're going to be sending you an exclusive Nightmare Junkhead button, but also you will have access to the I've Seen That Challenge where I'm putting out three episodes a week. Now, when I say episodes, they're little tidbits of what you're going to get a taste of here uh, at the end of this. But uh, films that I'm seeing for the first time and of course beyond that we've got uh, monthly commentaries that we're providing and our top tier you can actually request for us to review a film. And this last month, our good friend Jesse had us uh, review Cabin in the Woods. So we've got a lot of material at your disposal, a lot of fun stuff. So I highly recommend checking out, going to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead, joining our film family. So hopefully you enjoy the little bit of taste that I'm giving you here with, (laughs) as it is, slugs, which was a first time viewing for me. So again, if you would like to join our film family, head over to patreon.com slash nightmare junkhead. And of course, we will always be providing free content on the main feed. So I hope you enjoy and we'll see you in your dreams. in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that will from now on always pick every anchovy out of a salad my name is greg and on today's patreon only episode the i've seen that challenge finds me slipping and sliding through a few snail trails as i try not to squirm through 1988 slugs and if you are listening to this again thank you for being part of our Nightmare Junkhead film family. And pretty much if any of you had come up to me and said, hey, Greg, what do you think of slugs? I would have probably had to qualify that with a uh, real slugs or that one crazy killer insect film slugs. And that would have about been the way I would have been able to try to BS my way because this is one of those films with the I've Seen That Challenge that I knew of the title, I knew of the crazy still that shows the slug snail-esque little thing biting a guy's thumb, and that's about it. So this is truly, truly a blind spot on the I've Seen That Challenge for me. And this also again comes from Junesploitation, as this was the fourth day in, uh, we're June 4th, and we were looking at killer animals. And listen, that is one of my favorite subgenres that's one of the podcast favorite subgenres if you go back to our last nerdween horror marathon we did the entire thing of killer nouns and we closed everything out with a killer animal movie which to say that arachnophobia brought the house down is an understatement because we literally had people walk out when we revealed that we were going to be closing with arachnophobia that is how effective a cool little killer animal movie can be because I think ultimately killer animal films in the pantheon of the killer noun genre is one of those that we all experience and I don't know too many people that do not have some sort of phobia like I am definitely one of those arachnophobia people spiders I understand their use I know they are benevolent wonderful creatures but man they're creepy and crawly Uh, I don't have so much of a problem with snakes but I know people that are terrified of snakes. Bugs, in general, people are terrified of. Animals. There are people that don't like dogs. There are people that are terrified of cats. All of those things come into play because pretty much for the most part, you can't really escape animals, insects. Uh, they're all around us, unless you are in some uh, hermetically sealed place. But even like we saw in Creep Show, they still will creep up on you. So like I said, I have ultimately loved... Uh, the killer animal subgenre. So I wanted to make sure, again, to fill in that gap with a film I've never seen before. And I figured, you know, uh, go back to a few 30 a few some odd episodes ago, we talked uh, the 1982 classic Pieces, which is exactly what you think it is. Uh, but the director, Juan Simone, I wanted to kind of reach out and see his other work cuz I love pieces and pieces probably isn't for everyone but ultimately if you enjoy it I highly recommend to seek out slugs which is what I ended up taking on for the June exploitation and the I've seen that challenge and my trailer reel before I started everything was day of the animals the teaser trailer for pieces which is one of my all-time favorite trailers in regard regardless and finally squirm It set the tone nicely and ultimately what I love with this film and what I love with a lot of the killer animal genre in general is it's very much a cautionary tale. It is very much a, if we keep messing with nature the way we are, nature is eventually going to turn against us and there's this great um, osploitation film called The Long Weekend that I highly recommend checking out where literally... All of nature rebels against this couple that go into the outback and they just start messing up just nature. And I think more than anything, these films are about us trying to find a balance, which unfortunately as human beings, we can't find a balance. It's all or nothing for us, sadly. So like I said, these are cautionary tales. And this is the second time now in the I've Seen That Challenge where toxic waste has come into play as well. And I don't know what in the 1980s, We've talked about how television, movies, terrified kids, making us think that everywhere there were, number one, quicksand. Like, I would not go anywhere near sand because I was afraid it would be quick and it would swallow me up because movies told me that it existed everywhere. Uh, We talked about the fear of refrigerators was very real, ultimately, but also toxic waste. Toxic waste was a very real thing. Hell, you can go to... Real genius, and they talk about Toxic Waste. I believe Chris Knight is wearing a shirt that says, like, I love Toxic Waste. Uh, Troma, the Toxic Avenger, is the 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 turning point. That is what creates the superhero for Troma. And in here, Toxic Waste is ultimately what mutates these slugs. And, um, again, I love these kind of movies. And, again, ultimately, especially from the guy that gave us pieces, you might be asking... Is this what I think it is? And it probably is. Slugs was a lot of fun, more than anything. I had a blast with it all very brief. Another good example of brevity clocked in about 84 minutes. Uh, But much like Pieces, this one also plays a little bit weird. Um, It's a little off-putting for the most part. But ultimately, there are a couple of standout scenes in here. Now, number one, of course, is the, uh, the salad scene. And listen, I... I love me some salad. I have gone to Sweet Tomatoes, which is that crazy uh, salad buffet that uh, unfortunately is called, I think, Soup Plantation on the East Coast there, or the West Coast, which is, you got to change that. Uh, But I've loved salads. I was that guy that the uh, Olive Garden all-you-can-eat salad and breadsticks, forget about it, man. I would crush it. But now, unfortunately, due to a scene in Slug's, I am going to be carefully going through my salad. I am going to carefully go through pretty much anything that looks like it might have an anchovy on it or a black olive. I don't care what it is, but due to a particular scene in Slugs, oh my goodness. And I can honestly say, growing up, I remember eating fried rice for the first time, absolutely loving it. But, much like any kid, I picked around the peas. So by the time I finished my plate of fried rice, everything was gone. Except for the peas. I was able to pick around it. So I always knew I had that talent. So I know ultimately now, from here on out, when going through a salad, I'll be able to pick around all those things. Because, ultimately, I don't want to risk the chance of eating one of those things. And happen and have happen to me what happens in this movie. Because I think the standout scene... And if you go and you go look up slugs on YouTube, pretty much anything, you're going to see this scene. And there's a reason, because it is gnarly. It is nasty. It is gruesome. And again, I saw this by myself, and I ultimately would love to see this with a crowd, because there's a buildup to that scene where this guy eats some, eats a said aforementioned slug in his salad, and it, it's it's not an immediate uh, buildup. There is a buildup, I should say. There's not an immediate death. And it plays like he's just having some indigestion problems, you know. God forbid food poisoning, and I don't wish that on my worst enemy. But it ultimately builds up into this crazy dinner scene where his eyes explode, his head explode. These slugs will truly mess you up. It's uh, There's a scene where one of the slugs, they take it to a, um, um, where this scientist is working on it. Slug gets out of its cage and then attacks this little, like, rat hamster. Uh, it, like, it's ridiculous, these carna- carnivore slugs that are all you know built upon, again, toxic waste and what man, how man damages nature. And nature finds a way. As, and that's what I ultimately love with these films is uh, nature getting its comeuppance upon man. And that ultimately, we are the bad guys in all of these films. And like I said, they're cautionary tales. They're trying to tell us we need to change our ways because we might not get like mutated giant slugs coming after us. But something else might happen that's going to truly mess us up. So ultimately, these are the kind of movies that not only entertain, but they educate. And I think something Genius and I have always talked about is like, you know, horror heals. You know, ultimately, is genre has a chance to entertain you. But also, depending on how it filters, can give you a message. And it doesn't necessarily have to be all tongue in cheek. Like I said, no one's going to walk away, watch from slugs and go, you know what? I'm going to change my entire view on environmental concerns very doubtful but the fact that it is touched upon the fact that it plays a central it's the technically it is the running narrative theme actually in terms of what drives these slugs and how we have to get rid of them so like i said ultimately this was a blast Uh, i was glad to be able to fill this in on my killer animal gap and also ultimately talking about like you know filling in the fulci gap this is me filling in the simone gap from pieces to slugs so this has been a blast and honestly i am now so thankful that i can truthfully say slugs oh hold on hold on hold on before i can truthfully listen we are all about equal parts nudity on this podcast and if i did not mention the love scene in here that made me squirm so friggin' much in my seat because you have two nubile nudes squirming about on a bed and of course slugs come in take over them fully nude we get full frontal on both sides so the ladies get a little 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 hanging dong i believe as we always refer to it as and i would be remiss if i didn't talk about that because (laughs) i'm watching this movie going this is the scene that would also kill in a theater because you're gonna be laughing everyone's a little uncomfortable perfect And you know how we are here on the podcast, uh, all about the equal parts nudity. So because of the salad scene, because of the gratuitous nudity scene, and just overall in general, I am now thankful that I can truthfully say, slugs, I've seen that.